tonight, Lucas Torreira and Granite Xhaka form some kind of Megatron in midfield as we take it to a top four opposition for the first time in many years. Alexander Lacazette shows us the size of his balls while Mustafi makes amends for last week's mega failure. All this and more tonight on this and Ask Brothers Rankcast. Welcome to this and Ask Brothers Rankcast where we have extracted points from a top four team, nay, probably a top two team, and a Champions League finalist last year. How are you feeling on this sunny, glorious Melbourne summer day? Well, I'm feeling two things. My balls are slightly swollen in a joyous way of us actually showing up and making us proud for the first time in a long time, you know, against one of the top teams. And I'm also a bit hungover. So we'll see, we'll see how we go today. Well, that's just spectacular, Toby. That is mm. just spectacular. Can mm. I say the first thing that I tried to do on Sunday morning, Toby, Sunday morning after the game, was go online and Google some kind of anti-Viagra. Because that's to how get, erect. That's to get how your erect boner I down. Was. To get my erection down for my football team, I was like, surely there must be some medication out there or something that they give people who have gone too hard on the boner pills. And they can't get rid of the boner. And whatever that medication is, is what I needed. I think that a lot of people would look at this level of joyousness for a football fan from a draw, a game that we nearly lost, a game that had a lot of opportunities for Liverpool, a ball cleared off the line, a ball off the post, you know, and Liverpool going ahead and Arsenal coming back into it. There would be a lot of people look at that game and say, how can you be that joyous about it? And my simple answer to them is it's the joy of progression and what a and what a wonderful feeling that is finally to be able to see it it's been so long since you know this this was supposed to be sorry for butting in but this was supposed to be a barometer for our you know to measure our improvement and I, i don't know about you but before this game i was pretty fearful and you know i was thinking all that good work that we've done you know, and and the way the the injuries have panned out, are we really going to be able to to get that gauge of our improvement? I was shit but... scared. I was shit scared. I was I was I was on the Merson train. You know that we were that we were in for a pasting. That, but this is what I will say, is that the preface of that, and I think the preface that Paul Merson said it for as well, and the preface that I said it for was if we took a defensive performance like we had done against other teams into the Liverpool game, then we, we were going get to get a spanking. Fucked. Yeah. And we yeah. didn't take and that. And that's fine. I, I I don't mind that perspective because it, I, I still think that's accurate. But, but we boy, did we show up though. We didn't take that performance in. You know, Even we, our team selection that we were hoping for. I mean, you know, we were, we were going conservative, weren't we? We we wanted to pick the hard-working players that were going to give us more defensive cover, but we, we went for it, didn't we? Uh, well, as, as far as the lineup goes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Let's let's absolutely crack in. Just before we go into the lineup, can I just say one sure. thing? Could Sky sure. Sports pick two bigger fucking gobshites and Arsenal haters to talk about the game than Tim fucking Spud Sherwood and Alan yeah. Shearer. No, no. Well, I thought you were going to say Jim Beglin then. Who's no, the actual... no, no, no. Not the, not yeah. the commentators, the, 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 the pundits for the pre-game and the mid-game. Fuck my yeah. ass those two have an agenda against Arsenal. 
Yeah, Shearer, for whatever reason, doesn't seem to be an Arsenal ever. But fuck me, Tim Tim Gobshite Sherwood. Why would you Ser- go get seriously? Tim fucking Gobshite Sherwood on to talk about the Arsenal? Like, why wouldn't you go get someone who loves the Arsenal? If you're going to put Tim Sherwood on, put fucking, fucking Ian Wright on. Gilet you know? Wanker or Gillet, yeah. whatever that fucking, fucking thing is. That... He's a fucking cunt, isn't he? Twat. Um, yeah, so I just, I just wanted to get that out there because that was actually my just first... Just get that off your chest? Yeah, I just needed to get it off my chest. needed to call Tim Sherwood a spud cunt. Um, I'd like to say, by the way, that um, in keeping up tradition and maybe to a little bit of a hair of the dog, I've um, I've cracked my first beer. Well, I actually have to go to You're work. You're not able to do no, that I've today, got to, uh, I've got to go run a gin event at the bar and, and talk like I know what I'm talking about, which is... As people who listen to the podcast know, fairly difficult for me to um, mm. to round. Mm. So Toby, into the starting lineup, not a lot that we expected because we had kind of assumed that Monreal was going to be there, and we had made the assumption that Bellerin was not going to be there. So I guess those were the first two things that, when I saw it, I I breathed a really big sigh of relief. Me too. Me too. I was I was over the moon. You know, to see those two. Unlike you, I, I, I wasn't sure if Mineral was going to make it. I was I was expecting, you know, maybe one of the three to make it. And I thought we were going to have, you know, either Licksteiner or even Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Maybe Jenko. Maybe Jenko, maybe. Well, Jenko had played well, hadn't oh, he? He's, so still got, in, he's, still in, got, he's still got slated. Like, people still fucking slated him. Oh, he's like one of us playing for Arsenal. I can't go hope, back and but watch. Him. Go back and watch his performance. I think it's against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. It's his best performance for yeah. Arsenal. It was uh, around the time when he got that one cap for England, mm. that one selection for England. He was a fucking monster in that game. Well, he's not a terrible player. No, you know, I almost shed a tear when he scored his first goal. I love Jenko. So. I love him, and he ran. He ran off to the stands like he'd scored at the Bernabeu. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Bellerin in, Kalasnak in, yeah. big sign, of massive sign, big of sign relief, of relief yeah. for me. Yeah, Mustafi and Holding, which I called. I said I thought that there was an element of continuity there, and I think Emery is a smart enough guy that he could look at some of the performances that Mustafi has had in the last few weeks and say. He's actually my most informed centre back. Now I know that's divisive because of what he did last week. Yeah. But yeah. it's a fact that the last three games he's been our best centre back. And obviously there's continuity there with holding. And one one thing that you missed out, Socrates wasn't actually on the bench, so he wasn't available. <laughs> I don't think that um I, I don't think that Socrates would have played anyway. I don't yeah. think Jared Butler would have been there anyway. Uh, Torreira and Lieutenant Dan back in the midfield again sigh of relief because the Brilliant. idea of Shaka being on the left again not because I thought that he was terrible at left back but because no. I think that that relationship Salah would have we, had him for breakfast we and we saw the um, we saw that as good as Genduzi is or as good as Genduzi is is possibly going to become and I've got a funny feeling the guy's going to become a worldie mm. um. I think mm. we saw as much as we can have issues with Granite with what he does sometimes in tight spaces, issues with Granite sometimes as far as his defensive awareness. I think we saw that, that the best midfield combination for us is Torreira and Lieutenant Dan at yeah, this stage, yeah. no matter what. Hell yeah, for sure. Um, not surprised to see Mkhitaryan play because we both thought that there would be some hard-working, 
element to the Arsenal team. And the thing that I really liked was the fact that Awobi got benched for a big game. So, I, so, so did I. And I thought so that was I. ballsy from Emery mm. and something mm. that Awobi needed to uh, for his, his his mental state. Do you agree? Well, the last the last three games were pretty average from him, but I, I did expect him to be, pick one hard-working player on the wings, meaning one of Iwobi or Welbeck. I just I thought that would be the case for this big um, for this big game. Well, it did not go the way we thought, did it? Because um, no, I, I thought Lacazette might see the bench. I think the reason why Lacazette didn't see the bench was probably because Iwobi saw the bench. It would have been too much to of throwing the baby with the bathwater out to pull both of them out for for continuity and and for combination's sake as well. But I mean, it, it was it was vastly different from last game. Um, there's going to be a lot of noise on the back in the background. Can you hear okay. all that? Okay, that's okay, uh, ladies and gents. Toby is babysitting while doing this, so there might be a couple of interruptions. He's got his or, little boy today, or just things. Am, just am, am I allowed broken. to say babysitting or pe- parenting? Yeah, parenting, one of one of the two. So, uh, yeah, okay. Well, let's just crack on. Let's just crack on. Yeah. So we were calling for Lacazette to maybe be benched for finally sort of hitting a downward patch in terms of his form, and um, because of Yvangi Man's ineffectiveness, and that's not in a goal scoring sense, but in a positional, defensive, um, you know, involvement in the game sense from the left, that maybe it was time to bring him over to the middle and play someone who could cover one of our weaker sides, namely on the left. So I was I was quite surprised. So Emery is obviously, he obviously knows far more than we do and he works with the team every day, but... It was it was vastly different to what we were calling for, and um, it looks like he got it right, don't you think? Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, the the writing's on the wall now as far as how the game panned out, the amount of chances that we created, uh, how dominant we were in the midfield, how safe we looked at the back, uh, and I, I don't mean safe as in that we didn't give up chances, but we looked very safe at the back as far as we seem to have finally clicked with an understanding of how Emery wants to play from the back. Um, you know, uh, my, my, my final point, my final thoughts before kickoff were just that it was an absolutely huge game for holding. Yeah. Because I thought this is his biggest game since the FA Cup, as far as selection-wise. Um, I hope that he got selected on merit. And that he didn't get selected just because Socrates wasn't there. Because I think he's been good. And I just thought this is his time now to really cement himself. Because otherwise he's going to end up out on a loan. Out somewhere else. Um, so Toby, straight into it. Straight into the first half. Um, what were your first thoughts within the first kind of... The first five minutes of the game. That feeling out five or six minutes. How were you feeling early on? That we looked... Great, you know, I, I was I was thoroughly enjoying it. I thought, you know, your banging man went and, and picked um, the pocket of was it Gomez or Ar- Arnold on the over on the right hand side. You know, we had an early opportunity. I, I Abamyang in particular, I thought looked really confident and up for it. 
and our press was excellent. You know, they they weren't great at withholding possession. You know, yeah, um, they were less pressy than I expected from them. I, I think it must have been mm. some kind of a directive because they weren't pressing our back four. They were letting mm. our back four have the ball, and they did it for the whole game, letting our back mm. four have the ball and then trying to press our midfield. And I think mm. that's why Mustafi's passing was so effective from start to finish because they just there just wasn't a press there from the front. And mm. I could only think it was a tactic, like let them have the ball there and we'll win it back in midfield and, and transition. Mm. That's odd. I, d- I didn't recognise that. But, you know, Arsenal I, I from felt... early on looked very pressy, as pressy yeah. as I've seen us from the from the whistle. Almost a maybe a response, a reaction to our our starting slow. Oh, definitely, and didn't Mesut look good from the start? He one of the really first, up one of the first it. things I one of the first notes I wrote was was Mesut's working hard here. He's react yeah. he's reacted. Which brings us back to the substitution last week. Do you remember I was saying this is something that will fire up? Mesut in terms of man management. So whilst we may have got it wrong in terms of not being able to hold possession and break back on the counter against Palace, I, I think it served its purpose and fired up Mesut. And I completely agree. I mean, cool. Toby vindicated for his points said last week in last week's pod. And the <laughs> only bit that really scared me early on was when it looked like Mustafi had a problem. Yeah. And I was looking to yep. the bench and it was like, what are we going to do here? And the only thing I could think was that you would stick Granite back to left back, put Kalasanak into a centre back, mm. and try and bring on someone into the midfield. You know, either drop Mkhitaryan back as the connective midfielder, as into or that number eight role. Yeah, or, or, or bring Ramsey on, or, or whatever it might have been. But God, we went into that a bit, a bit lean, didn't we? We did. We did. And to think there was talk of trying to play a back three, which I was kind of up for. We yeah. wouldn't have even had three. I think you'd need to go and pull Callum. <laughs> you'd need to go to Fulham and say to them, hey, uh, guys, he's not doing We've so well for you. Do you mind if we give you some money and and take him back? <laughs> um, basically then, Toby, the game just opens up. Chance of Banger Man. Chance Granite Jacker. Uh, Chance Mkhitaryan. Yeah. Um, you know, yep. bang, 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 chance, 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 and I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, okay, this is the best I've seen us. This is yeah. This is where yeah. we're at. Yep. Then bang, Liverpool goal <laughs> gets called offside, but it wasn't offside. I'm fairly confident that goal wasn't offside. Well, that was one of my questions to you for later on. So let's let's unpack that a bit. Um, yeah, I, I can't work it out. You know, the letter of the law, if it was second phase, which I believe it was... It was a new then he, phase. It was 100% then he, a goal. Then he was on side because yeah. he was behind. So have you seen as much of a stink with that, with our one-eyedness? Because uh, I no, actually not, have a... Not, not, so, not so much. Uh, look, I mean, my, my notes on it, I wrote, was that's a goal if it went against us... I would be very upset Spewing. because it's a it's a new phase. I don't think he impedes the goalkeeper in the first phase. No. Actually, the Mino's run that he makes from deep, the one thing I will say, and I think there's an issue with the law around this about being inactive, is even mm. though Mane is inactive, he's not so far offside that he is ignorable. And the mm. run that Firmino makes is from very deep, and he actually makes his run in between Mane and Holding. 
knocking yeah, between yeah. Mustafi yeah. and Holding. Yeah. So, yeah. to the letter of the law as far as the phases, uh, it's I, I think it's a new phase and it's a goal. I think that there needs to be some changes around. But do you, do you reckon him... I think that if you're... Do you reckon he interfered then? So you're saying... No, I'm not saying he directly interfered. No, I'm I'm, I'm sitting on the fence. Because to the letter (laughs) of the law, the way it's currently written, I believe it's a goal. My opinion of whether or not he was interfering is that he was interfering without directly interfering. So it wasn't that he was impeding anyone, but his Mm. presence made it easier for Firmino to ghost in from that deep run because you've got two centre-backs who are worried about a guy and they're looking up and down the line. The play's all moving quickly. The ball's coming from mm. deep. So yeah. I, I just think, I think, look, offside in football is one of those things. One of the reasons why I'm anti-VAR is because I still think that football is contentious and I still think that there's always grey in football and you're mm. never going to have black and white. Was and I happy? We, and we enjoy the debate after as well. Absolutely. But Referee, you, you could sit, it's like if you, you, do you know what? It's like if in cricket you made a ball that never degraded, like a, a cricket ball that never degraded or a cricket ball that always swung. Even, even with sandpaper? Yeah, even, even with sandpaper. Uh, Australian cricket team. Good on you, boys. Um, you know, it's an element of the game. The umpire is an element of the game. The referee and the linesman are an element of the game. Mm. So... You know, I would have hated to have seen that go up to VAR and and get overturned. But I think with VAR, that would have been overturned, fact, because I think they just would yeah. have looked at it to the letter of the law and done it. VAR is a whole other argument. I don't know why I'm talking about VAR. Was it a goal? Yeah. I thought it was a goal. Did you think it was a goal? Uh, oh, yes. Good. I did. Good. And at this <laughs> Moving stage, on. <laughs> at this stage, Toby, I'm thinking... We've got to score because we're ra- we're racking up the chances. I certainly had that feeling. So you know, a lot of it was breaking down through. I, I thought that Banger Man was a bit not ineffective, but didn't take his chances. And I thought it broke down with Mkhitaryan a lot as well. Yeah, it certainly broke down with him a lot. He he was the pressure point that always failed. You know, he yeah. was the one that was pressed, and everything broke down with him. Yeah, he gave away he gave away the ball in the midfield quite, he didn't a, few, have a, good quite start a few times as well early on. Yeah. Um and then just out of nowhere, Toby, Granichaka goes and pulls off just an amazing slide tackle. Just an amazing sliding challenge. You know what I thought to myself? I thought back to what we said last week when we were talking about Monreal playing at centre back. Mm. And how, you know, when he first went into that role, we were all shitting ourselves but it ended up making Monreal a better left-back. I hope that this yeah. time at left-back has made Xhaka better in his defensive position, his defensive awareness, because he pulled into that space and bailed Kalasnak out. Well, I actually, you know, begrudgingly, and I hate to acknowledge your your good points, that's a really, really insightful thing to say and like a really interesting conclusion to draw or even a connotation with um with the mineral thing at center back you know i i think you're right i think you're onto something i mean his um his performance and that greater defensive awareness i, I agree with you I, well I think it's, it's his best it's his best defensive game for know, arsenal you put put someone in a stressful situation 
you know, and their character will dictate if and how they grow with it. And and boy, he's you know he's done that in spades, hasn't he? So that yeah, was yeah, an I'd... absolutely boner worthy. That was one of my favourite moments of the game. Full stop. One of my favourite moments of the season. Full stop. That is exactly the type of thing that we have been lacking if we're comparing eras and we're all we're measuring progression. That is just the thing that I love the most. It's not even know? just the thing that Arsenal have been lacking. It's the thing that Xhaka has been lacking. Mm. You know, to not and it's not just about the execution of the tackle. It's about him being switched on enough to see Kalasnak getting done, to get into that position and to time that tackle. You know, it's there's there's a whole there's a whole piece around it for me that's it's never been about Jacker's ability to make a tackle. It's never been about Jacker's ability to. Uh, it's never been about any of his his attributes. It's always been about his thought process, his speed of thought, how quickly he makes decisions, how much time he needs. And for me, that was a snap decision to go to see it, and it can only be playing that time at left back has 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 given him that ability. Because it was a it was a cracking performance from him. I was reading oh, through his stats massive. and, and yep. like a million touches, five tackles, yep. uh, lots of ball recoveries, one of those aerial duels. Um, I mean, I just had that in there just as a, as a as an aside because I didn't want to forget to talk about that sliding yeah. challenge. And, and it's you a know big what? moment so of the much game. Of everyone looks at what happened with the goals, what happened with the assists, what happened yep. with the chances. Yeah, and clutch me, moments. Cl- yeah, yep, absolutely. For those big moments in the game, that was a huge moment for Xhaka because I that was oh, the first absolutely. one where I was like, ah, oh, Salah's done Kalasinac. Because on. that's, but it, it wasn't actually Kalasinac. It was holding. Holding got robbed. I think Kalasinac got caught high up though. Holding he got did. robbed, but Kalasinac got he caught did. high up and wasn't Correct. there. Correct. Correct. Um, but one thing, Salah was playing in between the two. So while it, whilst it was Kalasinac in a sense, the actual territory that Salah was operating in was actually closer to inside, right? So yeah. therefore, in holdings territory. Yeah, Liverpool didn't did not play with a lot of width at all mm. uh, for the entire game, which uh, I don't know whether that played into our hands. We were able to be more compact in the middle of the park. The one player for Liverpool that I had a double erection for. Van that's, Dijk. That's, yeah, that's not a single erection, Toby. That's a double erection. That's an erection yeah. on top of an erection. Holy mm. shit, Van Dyke. When he goes and chests that ball like a centre forward, Leno makes well, he, a, a he was. cracking save. He started as a centre forward. You know, oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell so, you what, he's, he's still got the skill set because he gets on. He he chests that ball. Oh, it was like phenomenal. Fucking Les phenomenal. Fer, like Les Ferdinand, you know, like a monster, and brings it yeah. down. And yep. I, I was just not just in awe of him for that. I was in awe of him for I don't know whether you saw how much he points and shouts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's basically not got a world-class defense around him. I mean, I think Gomez is is it Joe Gomez. Yeah. I think he's going to be a a a really good center back. I think he'll he'll be a good option for England for a long time. Mm. But I mean, well, the only one of them who didn't play well was Arnold, I thought. Yeah, I was a, he, he wasn't particularly. But good. I I thought because Salah was playing so inside channel, Arnold couldn't mm. interchange them. It was it was a little bit like watching old Arsenal mm. for me. Some of what Liverpool yeah. did, you know, very narrow. Yeah. Um, but and anyway, yeah, that that the the money. If you're ever questioning, and I certainly was, the seventy five mil on Van Dyke. 
and I actually wrote a note. It was going to be one of my questions to you later, but we've already covered it now, was imagine if we had have put some of the money that we have squandered in the past on a player like that. And don't forget, we were sniffing around him in the I Southampton just, days. Yeah, I just think Maybe that... even been the Celtic days, you know. I know we've been linked with him before. You know? I, I just think that there are some players in this world where you just go give them the money. Do you, do you yeah. know what I mean? And especially yeah. now where we're seeing that centre-backs are so rare. Yeah. World-class centre-backs are so yeah. rare. That age bracket is so rare. We've spoken about how now, you know, you tend to get more lighter weight ball-playing centre-backs who don't go put their head in and not that old-school centre-back that's going to pop up with four or well, five. Well, this guy's both. He's, four he's or five a hybrid. Goals, you know. He is a he's hybrid. He's fucking amazing. And I just, mm. like, like I said, double mm. erection. My little side point to that was, my little master man, right? My little fucking four foot enforcer was the little fucker who cleared that off the line. Oh, he, yep. You know, yep. just, just, but yep. I'm, I'm not even going to start getting into him because I think there's about half an hour talking about him yep. later on in the show. From that chance, Toby, uh, after Arsenal had been really dominant, uh, I think the possession stats came up at one point. We'd had 60% possession. More. I think it was 69 Liverpool to 31. really started coming back into the game. And one of the things I noticed was, even though we were having more ball and more possession and, and more chances, on the balance, Liverpool's chances were much more clear-cut and much more um, heart-palpitatingly dangerous. Well, that's very Arsenal, you know. It's very Arsenal. When we give up possessions, we we give up big chances. We you know, we give up big XG. I just thought it was very typical and why I had a bit of angst about me because our dominance, you know, and part of that was like the efforts of Van Dyke, you know, the, the monster just, you know, brushing people off the ball, coming into goal scoring positions. But my, my angst was, was growing because we weren't, you know, we were getting half chances, but we really weren't Take, coming close to taking it wasn't them. even just the half chance it was the way that the chances were breaking down for us mm. they were starting off as as really great chances and then bouncing off people or yeah yeah we weren't we weren't great in that clinical I was sense yeah fucking shitting myself I, I mean i was on the edge of my seat loving the game and 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 so excited for arsenal to compete and yeah. i mean i i before the yeah. game started I put out a tweet saying, win, loss, or draw, I just want to be competitive. I honestly yeah. didn't care. Like, if, yeah. if we had have lost this game 1-0, I still would have been, yeah. been really positive on this podcast. I'd have said it was yeah. unfortunate. I'd have said we didn't take our chances. But I would have still said that, I mean, I probably wouldn't have been as erect. Imagine if we won. Imagine how erect I would have been if we won. Mm. Oh, well, almost in a way, the fact that we we almost threw it away and then got it back, it was almost, I'm not going to, nothing is better than a win, but it was almost better that way. Oh, look, late late you know? goals, sometimes coming back into it and snatching a point, you know, yeah. is, 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 as I haven't, I haven't yelled like that in a long time. Like yeah. there was so, there was such a build up of, of energy and excitement and frustration and fear and hate <laughs> you so know much hate. <laughs> it was just yeah it was just the, the most massive massive well before we get relief. to the before we get to the relief yeah. let's let's yeah. continue to work through the angst and then we can yeah. get to the relief when we get into the second half yeah. um 
Chance Bellerin, Chance Kalasinak, Chance Shubangan Man, Chance yep. Lacazette. Bang, yep. bang, bang, bang. Yep. The game is at this stage just pulsating between small Liverpool chance, like a, you know, Robertson for them smashes a ball from the edge of the box. Yep. Leno makes yep. a save. Chance, yep. chance, chance, chance. Yep. And at this point, the thing I'm realising is that we are dominating the midfield. We are consistently winning the ball back in transition. That's right. Torreira was phenomenal. Torreira's making tackles. I watched the game again last night. I watched parts of the game again last Mm. night. Mm. I'll do that today. I think I I watched Torreira closer than I watched Xhaka, and that will probably be reflected later on. When I rewatched the game, I I really thought Xhaka had a monster of a game. I'm not going to change my where I because we always do our stuff straight after the game. Yeah, I, from, I from so, your instant feeling. So we don't let it be instant, swayed. No, by no, no. We very instant reaction with our three, two, ones, and I like that. Yeah, but rewatching yeah. the game, fucking god, Jacker was was good. But my point of that was was that where the chances were coming from was the fact that Liverpool's midfield couldn't get out. Every time they broke our midfield or they, they found a, a diagonal ball or they got through, they were dangerous once they were into That's right, our once back they got ball. past us, yeah. But Torreira and Xhaka defensively were just phenomenal. phenomenal. Were just monstrous. And, 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 and throw a little bone to, you know, Lacazette, little bone to Ozil as well. I I've thought got he's some closing down. Big bones to throw Lacazette's yeah. way. Uh, yeah. And I thought that Ozil had a smashing game. And there was really mixed. Sorry. I didn't think that Ozil had a smashing game. I thought that Ozil had a workman-like game. So did I. I. I wasn't unhappy with him. I was not unhappy with him. For me, you my know? appreciation of that sometimes is equal to when he has a great game on the ball because he's not yeah. always going to be allowed to play. And and, and that's right. That's right. He was marked out a bit. But he had some great... You know, Not only did he work hard, but there was a couple of... Whose chance was it where he did that dainty little flick where he got through... It was Lacazette, I think, where yeah. he pulled it's it across the, one the where, It's the one where Lacazette gets the ball blocked. Yeah. Um, and it was just it was just delicious. And that's what Ozil's all about. And the thing is, Ozil's all about maybe two or three moments in a game. Mm. Ozil is the Ubanger man of the midfield, right? Yeah. It's They can be there, they can run around, you know, but often if they don't get that incisive moment in the game, mm. whether it be a goal or whether it be assist, then people look at it and they say, oh, he wasn't fantastic today. Mm. I actually thought on a number of occasions, I was like, this might be the hardest I've seen Ozil work, both sides of the ball. Mm. You know, And he's not great at tackling. You know, He's not going to make a load of tackles, but at least he was there and at least he, he ran back Toby. And no, no, so did. typical Toby, last kick of the half, as per usual, you know, Van Dyke header off the foot of the post. How very Arsenal. How yeah. very Arsenal. The whistle blows and I draw breath. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, were you were you rocking your? Were you doing the Venga thing? Where you rock yourself like you're trying to work out a turd? Oh, mate, it was. I was on the couch and I was just rocking back and forth. A oh, couple of the cha- a couple of the chances, I I let out screams of brilliant jo- pul- joy. pulsating game. Yeah, screams of joy followed by groans of pain, you pain know, and anguish. Someone would have thought suffering. I was making a fucking snuff video in here at one point. So I was like, <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yeah, and 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 maybe let's let's throw a, another bone in terms of clutch moments. We'll probably get into it later with the three two ones. But 
Leno a couple of big moments in the game. Huge, saves huge wise. moments for Leno. A couple of poor moments for him as well. A couple of no, no, true, moments, and, so and we will, we will get into that. Mixed, we will mixed, absolutely mixed get into bag that for him. But as and, as as far as his actual saving, as far as yeah. actual saving goes, and playing out from the back was amazing. Yeah, well, because we drew them to us. Yeah, we, we bypassed that and that front three. By drawing them out, and we we looked pretty calm. Well, you know, that is there was... the best. That is the most connected. Our back four have appeared, and they the most confident. connected. And what I mean is connected to the goalkeeper. That our mm. back. Four there was have that appeared. little. There was that little dink over the top. We held possession. We went side to side and back, and they looked like they were really closing us down. And, and then Leno little... just hits a dink into the midfield. I think it goes yeah. to Torreira, and Torreira and... just brings it down, and then we broke. I, I think it was Xhaka, actually. He was yeah. really confident the way he brought it down. So I was nervous, but he was confident in himself. And I just thought that was a really big thing and something that we should mention in that first half. Absolutely. Look, one of the reasons why we we had control in this game, and I kept writing the word control over and over and over again, control, 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 right? One of the reasons why we had that in this game is because of how controlled our back four was. Yeah. You know, so ab- absolutely, absolutely. Leno from, and a, a, distrib- passing out Leno from, from a distribution perspective is making it incredibly hard for Czech to get back into this team. But I do have some good hard. questions for you later on with that, okay. which we, well, we will get to. So let's rattle through the second half. So second half, no changes from either team. And I absolutely expected Klopp to be just throwing fucking teacups or Steins, whatever German people <laughs> throw at people. Well, I feared him. I... I thought I feared, if we, I if we, if yeah, that's right. So my fear was if we didn't um, show something for our dominance, he was going to do his management thing and really fire them up because they weren't Liverpool that I knew in that first half. You know, they wilted and buckled. I felt, and they handed us possession and they well, didn't press. Well, I thought press. the midfield wilted and buckled. You know, yeah, I, well, in particular, um, what's his name? The Brazilian bloke, Fabinho. Okay. He was crap. Yeah, and after he, was, he crap. was crap, he started fucking smashing cunts as well. Yeah, he's, he's, like he, elbowing Torreira. Elbowing fucking Torreira. He kicked the shit out of Lacazette in the middle yeah. of the park. Yeah, but I thought Milner was good, and I thought I thought we'll win. We'll now win. Gigi, win Alden. I thought he was good too. Yeah, I he's thought full, full of running, full of running. Yeah. One thing I will say just quickly before I forget is I thought the okay. game was particularly well refereed. Yeah, I thought it was good too. It was allowed to flow. It was fast-paced. A lot of the physical shoulder-to-shoulder challenges were let go. You know, mm. Kalasinac smashed Salah a couple of times. And yeah, that was, and, I and enjoyed was, one moment of his. And it was, that. you know, it was allowed to go because yeah. it was it was physical. So anyway, I just wanted to drop that next. I think sometimes we all we do is slag off referees. It's very hard for you know young referees to want to come through the game and to become a referee because I mean one. You've Under got the be, microscope, in yeah, you, and you've got to be like a real boring policeman, Mike you know, Dean, bureaucratic Blanker. motherfucker to want to do it. So it's hard to get cool people to want to be referees. Um, mm. But I thought the referee was the referee was really good. Apart um, from the fact that you disagree and you thought it was a goal. No, yeah, but that's not about the refereeing. I think no, that's that was, about. That was I think that's about touch, it being touch. grey and no, that's yeah. about the there's there's grey in in football and the grey in football yeah. is one of the things that makes us love football. Um, yeah. Toby, back and forth again for the first ten minutes of the half, fifteen minutes of the half, um, a little bit snappy. A Liverpool trying to get back into it. Arsenal yep. still having chances. Still yep. had a couple of chances at this stage. 
and then bang, goal Liverpool. Right when the crowd is probably at its loudest, singing its loudest, up the highest. And how good um, was Emery feeding the crowd? I'm, I'm in love yeah, with that. Yeah, 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 I loved it. But Milner from the centre of the goal, Mane cross. Leno, um, I couldn't, I, I, I didn't want to hammer him for knocking it into the middle because no, I thought was... that if he doesn't make that touch, that's on Salah. That's, that's Salah. I, I felt that that was a tap-in for Salah yeah. if he doesn't get there. Yeah. Um, look, he does knock it out into the middle, and at that point, I guess he's just hoping there's a red shirt there somewhere to get it away, as there had been for most of the game. It yeah. comes to Milner. It's a good finish. I, I, Leno even got very... He got up really quickly. He got very close to it. It was an underrated finish. Or if it wasn't underrated, it shouldn't be. Because, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, was, it, was, it was a good professional's finish. It's the type of thing that anyone... That, that people can snap at, snatch at, you know, pull it, you know, smack it over the bar. He, into the ground, kept it low, passed him. And to be honest, I can't say that I didn't see it coming. No, no, it, it was definitely coming. We were pushing up more and more. And they were giving us possession. That was their that was their tactic. And like we do, you know, we, we throw everyone forward and, and we are exposed, particularly to that type of pace. So even though they, they didn't play that well, they didn't really have to because that front three, and in particular their two wide players, they're always dangerous. You and know? dangerous from dangerous from just nothing. Dangerous oh. from just we've had nothing for, for ten yep. minutes. And I felt that Liverpool were especially after the goal, leading into the goal and after the goal, were very much sitting, breaking, sitting, breaking. Post-goal, they just sat and hit Arsenal on the counter and looked really dangerous for a a 10 or 15-minute period after the goal, except for this amazing chance that Torreira made for himself where he should have scored. And it would have been so poetic for him to get his first goal for Arsenal in that way. But Terreri, he picks up a ball in the middle of the field. He bursts. He does a guy. He essentially gets one-on-one with the keeper from a little bit of distance and just goes straight Mm. down the middle at him. Yeah, it it wasn't the best finish, um, but I can't really put a negative on it because he created everything for himself. It was all you know? it was all him. It was yeah, all him. There so would have been no assist for... there would have been no assist column there. It the, just would the, have said Torreira. The only thing is he had Ober and Lacazette either side of him. So perhaps if he had to just slid through, might have opened up some better angles, you know, to the I keeper. think that when you're centre goal and you've got left and right of the keeper yeah, to choose you from, go you go I, for I it, think yeah. I think anyone is is going for that. He you was know. getting closed down though, so yeah, you know, he, he, he was. Probably... He was. He was. He probably snapped the shot off a bit earlier. Yeah, yeah, fraction of a second more, and he probably could have picked a corner. I reckon. So yeah, 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 absolutely. But... And and for a guy, you've seen how much technique he's got from dead balls and and stuff like that. His passing ability, his passing ability. I I don't think it would have been an issue. I expected him to slide it there. Mm. I didn't expect him to go with power. I thought that was mm. going to be either pulled inside post or slim mm. outside He's post. pretty small, though. A, a player of that size might lack a bit of power in that way, you know? So I've seen him hit dead ball. Um, mm. he, he, he gives dead ball a ping. Mm. Um, into the subs, Toby. Awobi for Mkhitaryan, exactly what I would have done. You yeah, well. I, I felt that it was the right one because um, I think even though I would have preferred Danny to start over Awobi, I think in the situation where we needed someone to drive 
forward and and beat a man and create something. And that's I think, exactly I what think, he did. I think it was the right the right sub. Absolutely. Yep. And that's exactly yep. what he did. He came yep. on. I actually thought Awobi was excellent when he came on. So well, he was maybe, game. He was game changing. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and, I, and I, I felt like he was a bit angry as well. You know, and I like that. I like that bit of well, once I thought again, was a bit angry. I thought Awobi was a once bit angry. again it's making absolutely. me really start to appreciate Emery as a coach. As a, as and, a man and, and manager. Don't, and don't you think, you know, I know we always compare, but it's hard not to with 22 years. You know, those players would have been backed to get through it themselves. All right. But what used to happen with that insatiable quest of having, you know, a, a preferred 11 or, you know, 12 or 13, that they would be backed. But sometimes players could play themselves into a really deep hole. Whereas sometimes as, as men, you need to be challenged and it's how you fire up with that challenge, you know. That... Look, I think there's different ways. Look, Mourinho obviously does it to the nth degree. Yeah, well, he takes he, it Where far. he's basically going out to the training pitch and kicking his players. Yeah. You know, or yeah. calling them out for being fat or whatever it might be. But, I mean, look at Luke Shaw. I mean, he's turned it around. Well, he certainly has. He's turned I mean, it around he was, after he was told he was shit. Anyway, yeah. I, I just think that... Especially with a new manager, I think there's mm. a bit more leeway. I think when a manager has been there for a, a period longer, I think the players yep. garner more power. I think because Wenger had gone, because everyone is so in, 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 on board with this level of success and maybe happy to have something new, I just think mm. it's great timing from him. I think this is something he can do early on. I think this is something he can do with yep. players who are already established. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. And speaking of that, you know, Rambo next man on for you banging man. And again, probably would have been my second choice because I thought you banging man had fallen out of the game after being quite good in the first 15. Yeah, correct. He started off very good, but he, he, he didn't get his goal. Maybe his head dropped a little bit. Um, and he certainly wasn't very part of the game. No, no. Um, and not, maybe not, maybe not technical enough. But you know what I feared with that sub, Max, and I, I did write this down, was where's our pace coming from? I, f- I felt like we brought on a lot of midfielders with that sub, bringing on Rambo. So how are we going to get in behind? And and we obviously know how that happened because that's what Awobi did. But, you know, I felt, have we taken off too much pace, you know? Well, I mean, me, then, Kala- then Kalasnak comes off and Welbeck comes on, and that's the biggest... I love that from Emery as well because that's the biggest roll of the dice. Yes, yes, Kalasnak had cramp, mm. um, but essentially we weren't playing with a. I think we were essentially playing. Well, who a, was playing there? Well, I think we were playing a back three. It was Awobi. I think we were playing a back three, and Awobi was in the midfield the whole time. I was like, we basically are, are playing a lopsided back three without yeah. a left back. I mean, they got in behind a, a couple of times there again. It was a big roll of the dice from Emery, but mm. I like the balls from Emery. I like the, fuck it, we're one down, you know, we're one down. We're not going to win it from here unless we go for it. Um, And and just before that goal, Iwobi was showing exactly what we were missing. And that was someone with power who can, who can get him behind. That doesn't make me change my point of view on the fact that he needed to be sat down. No, neither do I, neither do I. I, I. I think it was, I think it was correct I think it was correct, and he responded, and he also came on at a point in the game which suited what he was bringing. If he had started the game 
with the form that he was carrying the last couple of weeks. Who knows what could have happened. If the ball had bounced off him that much as what it did in the Palace game when yeah. Arsenal were having control, mm. I think, we would, then we, could have been I think we would have been in for trouble because I think they would have transitioned on us. Correct. And and, and Mkhitaryan had a, a bit of a, a 50-50 game in, you know, that he was shithouse for 50% and he was actually quite good for 50%. But Well, like it was planned, Toby. Like we actually mm. plan our episodes. All this Awobi talk brings us to the Lacazette goal. And before we talk about the goal, and before we talk about the hold-up play, the turn, the wherewithal to smash it into the corner, the composure, the size of Lacazette's balls, yeah, the ball from Awobi is absolutely delicious and probably yeah. doesn't get as much credit as what the finish from Lacazette does. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll go and have another look at that. You know? it, is, it is one of those takes two or three players out from the edge of the box. It's perfectly yep. weighted. Lacazette yep. has to do a lot with it. It's, it's by no means a... He almost could have gone down, do you feel? Well, I think Lacazette can almost always go down. Lacazette's wife must just be so... so unsatisfied. So, so uns- because he never so goes unsatisfied down. unsatisfied because Lacazette never goes down. <laughs> he's you just know? not a generous lover. No, he's not. He's a non-reciprocating He's a, he's, he's, he's a receiver, man. not a giver. He is. He's like, you will... Um, Maybe you suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but into the goal, uh, he kind of gets squeezed out. He gets on a turn. He takes a touch out of his feet, does a full, oh. almost a 360 from where he yep. starts. He does do a full And takes out how many starts. Liverpool players? Yeah. How many people, Knocks how many players did he shoot around? Two? And for three. a guy who hasn't had his shooting boots on for a few weeks. No. Nor had the best game. Either. Nor... Ah, uh, I, I, I disagree with that. Okay, all right. Okay. I disagree with yeah. that heavily, but we'll get into that. Okay. Um, but for a guy who had definitely had an ineffective day in front of goal. Well, let, let's... That's, okay. that's what yeah. I want to talk about. He had an ineffective be- day in be- front of goal. Better, better had been because his all-round game was in good. In front yeah. of goal for the last couple of weeks. Correct, correct. Um, what a finish. And I lost my shit. Did you lose your shit? Well... My boy didn't know what was going on. He didn't know whether I was angry, whether I was sad, why I was yelling, why I was jumping up and down, you know, why I woke the whole neighborhood up. It was the the release of tension and joy and frustration and all that was just, it was of epic proportion. You know, I, I, I was fist pumping to the point where I was going to rip my own arms off. I was just, the joy... And relief was just amazing. How, how did you go with it? I am. Um, I'm pretty sure Victoria thinks there's something physically wrong with me because <laughs> it's just I, I saw the ball come in and I was on the edge of my seat because I saw the ball from Awobi and I thought Lacazette was maybe going to take it with his left foot first time across the keeper. Yeah, and then he and then he did the and so I, and I, I kind of I kind of chance. like went from yeah. being on the edge of the couch to like dropping slumping back into my seat, and then he hits it, and I just burst up and started oh. fucking screaming. It was a beautiful you know, moment. It was it was a it was a wonderful moment. And then and from, as Arsenal fans, don't you think that we haven't had a lot of those moments for a long time? Not against time? not against top four teams, Toby. I mean, yeah. the last time I remember being that excited was probably Arsenal Chelsea when Özil Walcott. Scored. I, I was out. Oh, of the, the three nil. Yeah, I was the out at the nil. Arsenal pub. I was out with a load of Chelsea people and a couple of Arsenal guys. We were sitting there having beers, and I was 
you know, as I always do when we're in a top four match, just expecting. Was that the last time we really owned a big game? No, Tottenham after that. We, we had a great game against Tottenham after that as well. Mm. And we had a really good game against Man U that we didn't win. That we that we should have won. There's been there's, oh, that's right, where we had fifty chances at the end. We lost that game. Yeah, it was the one where it was Arsenal versus De Gea. Yeah, and uh, De Gea and um, Lingard. So he did us. He, he scored two goals that game. So anyway, Toby. Long story short, at this point, I'm basically screaming at the television to take it to the fucking corner. It's like five, it's like five six minutes to go. Yeah, I'm like yeah, take it you to had the, the corner. You had, you had the Milner concussion i was surprised that he yeah well five on. minutes five minutes of a five minutes of added time as well yeah um yeah but i was screaming you know get this point take it to the corner i didn't want yeah. us going forward i didn't want us trying to win it oh I and they it. had a couple of breaks so oh, i yeah, remember no, holding I doing holding doing a nice a nice clearance at one point when we were in big trouble um you know so it certainly wasn't over i mean that was that was squeaky bum time if ever i bloody Felt it, you know. That was yeah, that I was, was uh, to, shitting to, pants territory. To have come back from, to have dominated the game, gone a goal down, snatched it back in what the eighty something, eighty fourth. I put, I didn't write it down. Eighty yeah, something, maybe something, later. Something, yeah, eighty yeah, something minute. You know, was eighty seventh. I think I was physically drained, and I just wanted the game to end. I, I, you know, I I had ridden this game the whole way. It was the yep. most I've ridden the crest of a, a, a game wave in, in memory. You know, I was on top of the television. I was getting up out of my seat. I was walking towards the television. I'm shouting at people, shouting at players, trying to write notes on the game as well. But every time I looked down to write a note, there was another chance. Something else was happening. Put, and I had yeah. to put my head up. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I've fucking missed something else now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, Toby, huge point. Happy with it. Uh, ecstatic with it. Um incredible midfield performance, incredible from the back four. And it leads me to my my key question for you for the week, Toby. Sure. Is it somehow our embarrassment of riches up front that is actually holding us back a little bit at this time? Our inability to settle on some semblance of a front three slash front four that cohesively work? Well, that's a massive question, Max, and I think that's what we've all been debating all season. Um, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed how pissed off your banger man was when he got subbed. I thought that was another indication, you know, that he wants it and there's something really good happening in his team. But it was another occasion where... Even though he started really well, and there was there was a really good point from Jim Beckland saying that he was actually playing a lot as a second striker, you know. So it, it sort of became a bit of a lopsided four four two. I love Jim at times. He's the voice of my childhood. Pro Ev, him and yep. him and um, John Champion. Yeah. Um. So look, I know I just deflected that question in a really um a real. So let's get back way. to the let's get back to the but, body of the question. Yeah. Is it actually our embarrassment of riches up top that's holding us back a little? I think if we had a proper winger, we would get even better. So, yes. Let me say yes. But that's but, more of an embarrassment of riches if we bring in a proper winger. But 
I also, I thought Emery had quite a huge set to stick to his guns and play maybe not our best team, but our best players. I so, know I've brought this up a couple of times and there's people who wildly disagree with me. Mm. I think that in this Arsenal team, your banger man's best position is from the bench. 60 minutes coming on against tiring oppositions. That That's that's where I think, I, and I know you don't pay, but people will say you don't pay that money to stick a guy on the bench. But even when he's been brought on at centre forward in Europe, he's not done a great deal from the start. Now, whether it's that the Premier League is different, is maybe more physical, I mean, he's definitely more effective as far as goal scoring from a wide area. Mm. But we lose a lot by having him in a wide area. And he doesn't, have a, he does not have a wonderful delivery from wide this, space. This, this, isn't a, this is an eternal debate. And I honestly feel like this debate will rage all season. And maybe maybe even beyond that. You know, I I honestly don't know. I mean, you look at the guy's scoring record and he's barely even played centre forward his entire time at Arsenal. So, big plus to his character for not throwing a hissy. I like playing the two of them together. Maybe against a, a different style opposition. But I just, I still think... But he started that well. nothing... Yeah, I know he, he started did. well. I know he did, but he didn't take his... It's another one of those things... And he you, didn't take his of, opportunities, if one, if you're one right. one of those opportunities comes, goes in, we're all giving him points today. Because That's we right. say he did his primary role. That's what he's there for. How predatory right. is he? And it's just... It, it's this embarrassment of riches that we have up front. No one in the Premier League has this degree of an embarrassment of riches. Ramsey, Ozil, Awobi, Mkhitaryan, Ubangan Man, Lacazette. Now, I know not all of them are in form or not all of them are... Welbeck, Welbeck on top of that as well. I know not all of them are in form. I know not all of them are doing, you know, necessarily like pushing for a starting position all the time. But it is just an embarrassment of riches. And you wonder if maybe one or two of them weren't there that we wouldn't have by now maybe settled on something that works. Well, we could almost be waiting on a bloody injury to settle that score. It's happened before, Toby. It's happened before with Arsenal where an injury, it's happened before in our midfield where an injury has forced the hand of of something or forced the hand of someone. Well, that's that's why in in the terrible old days, we would almost not mind an injury every now and then because it would at least break the monotonous pattern of of pet players. Um, Look, potentially, potentially, I mean, it's really difficult. I mean, you know, Lacazette was the match winner, but he'd had two pretty average games and we were calling for your banging man to be in the centre. So I believe, again, that Emery was vindicated, um, you know, but in the most long-winded, bloody answer to your question ever, you know, potentially, yes. I I don't think shoehorning a player into the team like that, regardless of his potential or goal scoring. In fact, it's only his ability and his potential and his potential and his goal scoring acumen that's making it not a mistake. That's right. It's only because of how good he is that he is being able to make something of it and still score goals while being very ineffective in games. And I still come back to this. If you had a front three of either Mkhitaryan, Awobi, and Aubameyang, or 
Mikatarian, Welbeck, and Obamiang, that the hard work of Welbeck and Mikatarian would allow would would take up some of that hard work that Lacazette gives you with the hold up play, you know, like Awobi holding up the ball or, or Welbeck holding up the ball or something like yeah. that. And then May allow... I throw in one caveat to that? That Lacazette seems to work better as a partner. Sorry, yeah, or as a partner or with, with a, a partner. partner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So whilst whilst we we do say that, so it's almost like your banger man is, is giving an element of his superpowers away to Lacazette, you know, and that improves Lacazette, you know. It, so there's, it does, it does. There's a selflessness there. But can we drop Lacazette next week? Hell no. You know, once again, he's earned it. You know, through sheer will and determination, he has proved himself a match winner, you know, you know, of the highest order. So once again, you know, when he was on the edge, he's showing some strength of character, isn't he? So good problems to have. Um, I think we're just going to be constantly tinkering and working it out. I just don't think, you know, I think maybe the one... The one that is is potentially showing their lack of worth and, you know, lack of of paycheck, you know, in terms of the swap deal that happened, you know, is is Mkhitaryan. But we'll we'll get we'll get on to that. Agree and disagree. And I've got reasons why later on. But Mm. let's 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 crack in because your child has been very good for an hour. I've barely heard him. So he's been very good. So he, he's about to go nuts. Let's so. get through this before he goes nuts. Because if we can eke out another 15 minutes of normality, we can do our three two ones and one two threes, and then you can deal with the horrors of fatherhood after that. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you can go and, and you can go set up the bar as well. Yeah, yeah. I need to need to go and set up for this this event. So Toby, three two ones, one two threes. All right. Let's really do it. interesting this week. I struggled. I will say that I I didn't struggle that much for my positives. I had my positives worked out fairly far throughout the game. Mm. I did struggle with a couple of my negatives, and some people might look at particularly one of the negatives that I've chosen and just say, well, how do you come up with that? And the basic answer is I had to choose someone. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's the, that, that was the way I felt about it. And and the the what the way I wrote it was the least good of a very good bunch. Yeah, basically, basically, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so with that caveat, Toby, who did you have for your positive three points and why? The red bearded chairman, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also had yeah. the Mustafi, yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah. good. Three yeah. points for Mustafi, yeah. <laughs> hey hey guys. Hey guys, you know last week when I was the worst guy on the pitch, while I was the, also the best guy on the pitch. Guess what, guys? This week I did it. I got it done. <laughs> I didn't kill anyone. No, loved him. Absolutely loved him. He was a monster, a five foot ten monster. His distribution was perfect. His distribution he, was amazing. You know, he he threw his body. The the amount of clearances that he made. He was from, still very from... slidey and divey at times. It just oh, came off for fuck, him. It's exciting. I know, I know. It the thing that is so good about him is the thing 
that will mean he will always be polarizing and he always has a mistake in him. But he's bloody just, hell. He is just like this man. He's, it's exciting. He's, he's two or three games of good and then a, a terrible version of mistake. I don't care. Let's just give him let's just but give him I a just big wanted up. to give him all the love in the world for this game. Shocked around Mustafi. Last yeah. week he was he was divier than Jason Statham last week. <laughs> The the sliding tackles, yeah. the, front, the front foot defending, you know, the the nicking of the ball, the clearances, the, ball, the, the distribution. balls over the top oh. like, that were just dropped. And he got us Dude, on the front he's like foot having a another, lot of time. He's like having another midfielder. He was stepping forward and, out of the line and, and actually bypassing the midfield yep. with passes at times, yep. bypassing yep. Torreira and Jacka. Yep. And, put, yeah. and sliding balls through and, and pinging them out to Mkhitaryan. Yeah. And I was the just guy like, was immense. I was yeah. like, oh my God, you're an enigma wrapped in a poo, wrapped in gold, wrapped in another enigma, rolled in truffle. And, and then, then dipped shaved. in poo. Yeah. yeah. Then dipped in poo and then shaved on top of Papadeli and yeah. served, served yeah. with Bratwurst and a stein. That's what you, <laughs> what you are to me. Stab me. <laughs> Both of us got a positive three. Really easy. Uh, Toby, positive two. Who did you have and why? The five-foot maestro. Yeah. What what a performance. Luke this, this guy is like having our very own Kante. Who do this... you... I, I put a tweet out uh, and I oh, said... I, I love this little motherfucker. And I said, who knew when what we thought we needed was a replacement for a six-foot-two French legend and we had been searching for it for 10 years... Yeah. Um, who knew what we really needed was a four foot enforcer from Uruguay? Who knew? Yeah. You know, just, and, just brilliant. Just and brilliant. It, it, it goes back to a conversation you and I had a long time ago on one of the pods where we were talking about how football had changed and how this yep. type of player was, was coming into the game. Yep. And whoever eagle eyed him and got him to this club from Sampdoria. Deserves, deserves a, a fucking medal. Deserves because he, the, deserves he, a statue right there next to Henri. If it was Sven, I want a I want a statue of Sven and just you know the the old Winfield Cup trophy. Yeah, you know with the yeah. big guy standing with the little guy. Yeah, I just yeah. want Sven or whoever did it or Emery, whoever was the drive force, just with his arm around Torreira because I think this guy is going to be fucking cult. Toby, cult. Oh, well, he's already Arsenal. cult. He is already cult. He's, for he's me. bubbling, but I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about. You know, when Arsenal has always been about. It's been a long time since Arsenal fans weren't about what we did up top. You know, uh, Fabregas mm. jerseys and Van Persie jerseys, scum mm. Van Persie, um, yep. and you know, Henri jerseys and Burkamp jerseys. It's been yep. a long time since and Arsenal the fans shit had that we someone had to deal like with that. when we were trying to find this player. A cross between bloody Kante and Sandy Cazorla. I'm uh, not you know what he is? Me. He's a cross between Coquelin and Cazorla, who was actually at a time... Our best was, combination. Was our best combination. He's, snap, he's snappy like Coxzola. He's got two feet like Coxzola. You know, he little Cruyff turns, little... Just everything about him today was smashing. So, I, I, you know, I couldn't agree with you more, and I'm in love with him. Any last words on Torreira for you, Toby? Me too. Have, have I said that I wanted to buy his jersey for my little boy? You have. Have, several, I, have I said that? Several times, and I think <laughs> I think you probably just need to do it if you could afford a jersey. Fuck, they're expensive. You're I better, know, off, you're I better know. off flying to Thailand and buying a fake one than well, buying one from the gunnery. When's Jock going to go out and hang December, with some lady I'm gonna, boys I'm gonna again? I'm going to ask him if he can... Uh, okay. I'm going to ask him if he can... Um, 
pick you pick up maybe a, a child size or something like that. Toby, two points for me. I had Lacazette, and this was far from a. I actually had him down for these points or at least a point before he scored the goal. Yeah. And for me, it was yeah. just down to how fucking hard he worked his whole off and how yeah. occupied he kept their centre-backs. Van Dyke is a mountain. And Lacazette was barge-arsing bar- into him, moving him around. He never stopped running. His hold-up play was amazing to the point where I'm looking at him and I'm thinking... You're Giroud, but with more goals. Mm. Like like you mm. connect play, you you drop off, you know, he, he you know, even flicks on a couple of headers, he brings the ball down, backs into people, he's very smart with his body, very smart with his hands, his positioning. With strikers yeah. they often talk about, you know, touch as in knowing where guys are. So you've you've yeah. got your hands behind you, you know, you can feel them and then you you're sort of turning and going either way. He yeah. fucking elbows cunts in the head, you yeah. know. He hurts people. No, he, he's a special player, and 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 he's he's really turning into a Premier League number nine, you know. And 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 once again, bringing it back to the Ubangan man thing, does Ubangan man have the physique to be playing that game? Is he exactly like you said? And Ubangan man is this player, even at fifty-five minutes, comes on and afterburners tiring I'm not even saying I'm not even saying you take Lacazette off at that point I'm no I know saying, no, that's I'm just what, saying yeah. you bring them on and you play them together mm. it, it, even if if you're behind he gives you an option if you're in front he pushes defensive lines back I'm talking obviously about you banging man now but I mean I think that Lacazette is so good I know I've given him negative points in the last couple of weeks he didn't have his shooting boots on the ball bounced off him a bit and we were talking about dropping him and we were talking about dropping. No, but you know what? This is I love it when a player makes me eat my own shit. Jacker this week made me eat my own poop. I just ate some of it, you know, because I feel so guilty. Lacquer has made me eat some of my poop. Just so good. Just the entire game he was there. And the goal at that time, the balls, the fact that he ran into the crowd, the fact that he is this little bit of a quieter. That's right. No, that was that was brilliant. You Did know, he get a yellow for that? Got a yellow for it, yeah. But I mean you talk about you talk about that moment when he scored that goal, I was Building saying some love. Yeah. I was saying we've got our Arsenal back. You know, and I never said it before and I thought people were being a bit ridiculous early on and you know, maybe no, we I, have, maybe I sh- maybe I have. shouldn't have. Maybe I shouldn't have been shitting on people for getting overly excited, which I did for a few weeks. I was like, Come on guys, like play the fucking game. Yeah. But I mean, did you hear the crowd? Oh when was, was the last time when was the last time you heard an Arsenal crowd I sound don't, like that? I don't. We we were the prawn sandwich brigade. And yeah. and, and what Emery is bringing, like, I, I was talking to the boys last night and I was saying, I fucking love this guy. And they're like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, they're like, you're just saying that. And I'm like, no. no he's engaging you know? with the crowd. How much he's, like, anyone he's a nutter. Who gives, anyone he's a who nutter gives, on anyone the Anyone who gives Wenger shit and said Wenger didn't care is an idiot. And That's anyone right. who compares them and says, oh, who never saw Wenger fucking shout at people's idiot? I mean, the guy got up doesn't and got in a fucking fight with Mourinho. Doesn't you know? matter. We, we doesn't, love Wenger like we doesn't love matter. our Wenger is Wenger is like you my know? father and fucking... Emery is like the if, if we had a stepdad and he was banging our mum, but we really, really liked him. Yeah. Yeah, and that's he, right. And he bought that's us right. And begrudging... Not even begrudgingly. I'm starting to love this this guy. Anyway, moving on. Fight up, fight up. Okay. Um, 
So one that was point, your... That was my yeah, two. On. One point, Toby. Yep. Who did you have and why? I had my one point for Big Granite. Lieutenant Dane. Look, I had him for my special mention. And as yep. I said before, when I rewatched the game, I appreciated him more. Uh, and probably our control in that midfield, like you know, like I said, playing out from the back, excellent. The the spraying balls over to the left in particular, excellent. Um, his tackling, excellent. His last ditch tackling, you know, boner worthy. Um, and just what we were missing in terms of that control, the last two games from the midfield, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I really get this now. I understand. Before, it was what the things that he didn't do, not what he was doing. Now we're starting to see this completeness. And after not having him there, what what a performance. So, you know, like for me, eight, eight and a half out of ten. I, I just thought he was phenomenal. And it was very close with Lacazette because of the goal. And, you know, people might say, how how can you not reward him with that goal? Obviously, he came very close, but... You know, I really think we won this game in the midfield. And the fact that they won a midfield battle with two players, whereas Liverpool had three, I, I think that's huge. I think yeah. absolutely huge. So I, massive, I look, massive. I completely agree. Lieutenant, yeah. Lieutenant Dan, you're on my good list. Look, mate, for my one point, I had the little man, Torreira. Yeah. Don't need to dive yeah. more into him. I think we covered him early on. Just, yeah. just smashing. Just yeah. smashing. Just connected play gets up I'm so confident with him on the ball I'm so confident with him with the ball yeah. you know the fact that he gets back he clears off the line you know I, I for me not having Xhaka in my three points is is really difficult really difficult for me yeah. not to have him there yeah. but again but you've I, gone with Lacazette so that's I, I've gone I've gone with Lacazette and I've gone with Lacazette because I think that you know as an outlet you know he was just and, and moments win games and you know what, Xhaka's moment making that tackle on Salah might end up being as important or, or nearly as important as Lacazette hitting that goal. So yeah. Um, yeah. let's move on into our negative numbers, Toby, because I fear we're just we're just testing your baby boy at the moment. We're just testing him. Oh, he's he's, he's, been he's so going well nuts. Behaved. I'm hearing I'm hearing things, and then I'm not hearing things. So your dog is just fucking. I'm going to shoot your dog as well. You're All right, hold on. Him. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get him. Uh, negative threes, Toby. Uh, let's just get straight into them because we've already said, look, you know, in, in such a great performance, it's often hard to pull out three players. But we committed to this at the start of the year. And, we uh, did. When we were used to having more bad performances. Yeah, when, we, when, oh, the, when the positive numbers were harder to get than the negative numbers. But now mm-hmm. we seem to be finding it harder to get our, our negative numbers in, Toby. Let's start with your negative one, Tobes. Your banging man. Negative one for your banging man. Yeah. yeah, look... I, so, I, can I just say, excellent start. I'm really impressed with his desire um, and the way he played those first 15 minutes. But, look, he started excellent, but, you know, missed a couple of half chances and faded and sort of sh- showed us a little bit of what we're lacking on that left. So, and it I don't really need to go... And it add to the narrative that he's yet to score against Big Four or Big Five yeah. opposition. Yeah. Um, and he would have, I, I think he would have, he looked devastated when he came off, I thought. Which is good. For a guy who doesn't show a lot of emotion, not devastated like, you know, an Urza would look, but for him, he definitely looked flat. And I think he would have looked at that and thought, I, I, I needed to make an impact there. 
Yeah. And no matter what, as, as, as good as his friendship is with Lacazette and as amazing as you banger man has been with him and, you know, taking mm. the second seat role, at some point, surely it must be dawning on him. He must be thinking, is this guy going to keep me out of the team long term? Mm. Oh, well, yeah, potentially. You know? Look, my negative one, Toby, I actually found it really hard yeah. to give this number out. I gave it to Holding. Yeah. I actually thought he had quite a good game. Yeah. I just thought that in the scheme of things, he maybe doesn't play as well when the game's in transition and it's high-paced. He occasionally looks like a slower per murder sacker <laughs> on the turn. Yeah. He was really good in possession, uh, really calm in possession. And I he often he- is. I yeah. thought he made some good challenges, thought he did some good things. It was really difficult for me. I had yeah. to pick someone. I was tossing up between him and Kalasanak. And the reason yeah. why I didn't go with Kalasanak is because I thought for a guy coming in from injury, yeah. Kalasanak was was Kalasanak's performance was more dictated by the fact that he was maybe a bit underdone. I actually thought he had quite yeah. a big game when you consider that. Yeah, and, and Kalasinac was excellent going forward. And he, he did he, get he, exposed a bit, but, but he his, also made his really tenacity good, he also made really was good. Challenges. Yeah, he was really yeah. tenacious against Salah, yeah. kicked him a couple of times. That's right. A- anyway, so he, yeah. Rob, they, those were the two that I was tossing up between. I ended up going with Rob Holding. Yeah. People who listen to you know the latest Arscast, you know, basically he gave, Andrew Mann gave Rob Holding almost man of the match. So... I, uh, I, look, perception, I didn't, perception percep- is perceptions diffi- and difficult. how people watch the game and yeah. you know I and rose tinted glasses. He thought he, as thought well, he had a better you know? game than he thought he had a better game than Mustafi. Yeah, but he, uh, you know, Mustafi Mangan has some Mustafi hatred. You know, whereas we would have to say objectively, or at least you know, objectively for us, he had an absolute stormer of a match. All right. Mm. Well, I mean, so we both my, gave him, we both gave him three yeah, points, and yeah. I've given holding a negative one. So, Toby, yeah. who did you have for your well, negative two? My negative MY? two was actually Rob Holding. Okay, cool. So, so same, same for me. Same, same. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. And and I, you know, this is opinion based, and you know, I, I think there was too much of a hangover from Mustafi hatred from those from those marks, um, you know, from from pundits. But um, look, I actually think uh, Holding finished pretty strong, but he made some errors and was exposed for a couple of Liverpool's big chances earlier on. Um, and, you know, in a match, like I've said, the the least good of a very good play at team performance, that's, I'm going with, I'm going with holding. Always tough. Always tough. And them. Salah was sort of, sorry, sorry to butt in, Salah was getting some grace on that inside right which was Holding's yeah. spot on the pitch. Always tough after such an emotional game and yeah. a really good performance to pull out negatives. So, yeah. you know, yeah. throw all of your abuse to Ask Brothers Max or all of your abuse to Ask Brothers Toby and uh, just we'll, we'll see what comes out in the wash. Yeah. See what comes out in the wash. Toby, my negative two I have for you, Banging Man. Okay, yeah. Um, again, yeah. you know, I've said it enough. I think he struggles a bit against big four opposition. I think he had his chances to make his mark in this game. He didn't. Negative two. Yeah. Uh, Negative three, Toby. Who did you have and why? Very, very difficult for me to choose. You know, I had all of them sort of went through my head for various reasons. Um, And another player who had a very 50-50 game. But my negative three goes to Mkhitaryan. Cool. Before you go on, so did mine. 
So yep. both yep. negative three for Mkhitaryan. Yep. So not terrible at times. Like like I alluded to earlier in the pod, um, you know, he was the pressure point that we needed to get out of the press and everything broke down on that right-hand side in that first half hour, 45, the first phase of the game, let's say, like the first half an hour or so. And I so completely he did some agree nice, with you. He did some nice flicks, um, you know, put your banging man into space. There was the header on goal. His link-up play wasn't terrible, but, you know, he still seems a bit lightweight for me and he gives the ball away too much for a player of his skill. So for me, negative three. I had a lot written the same. I wrote a real conundrum, rocks and diamonds. Yep. This is where I will say that maybe persevering with Mkhitaryan is an idea though. Mm. Because almost everything dangerous for Arsenal went through him. The positions he popped up in, the amount of times he got into those positions. Yes, Mm. his delivery was poor. It broke down with him a little bit and some of his Mm. decision-making was bad. Yeah. But he is dangerous. Yeah, he's a frustrating player. He's really dangerous because, you know, again, I often bring things back to Walcott because I just want to talk about Walcott. But, you know, (laughs) another, another player for Arsenal who you know, would have like three or four chances in a game. And if he took them, he's amazing. And if he doesn't take them, he's dog shit and he's on the negative points table. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought that Mkhitaryan just kept getting into areas. He's amazing at at pulling into little pockets of space. And he's obviously... So if he finds form, he's going to be a big player. And this is why I keep saying, you know, I almost want to give him a run because right now he's getting pulled 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 out of the team and put back into the team at a whim... He's playing in different teams. He's playing in the Europa squad, which is a different team. You know, he's playing in the the FA Cup squad or the League Cup squads, which are different teams again. So all of that cohesive team building Mm. is going to be really difficult. And every time he plays, I think he does four or five things where I'm like, oh my God, if that had to come off, if that had to come off, if that had to come off. You know, and he's good enough that, and I still think that we're struggling enough for a player on the right that he mm. needs to be given an extended period of time on the right for me. Just pick it. Yeah. Even though I've yeah. given him negative three, I thought he was rocks and diamonds in the most literal sense of the word. Rocks me and too. diamonds. Me too. Not a mid-range performance where he was man and man. Yeah. He was utter shit. Or I'm watching him going, fuck, got to find a way to get you in this team. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Um, but Good call. yeah, I still gave him negative three. <laughs> because... because Arsenal's, what's the word I'm trying to say? Profligacy? Profligacy. So Arsenal's profligacy in front of goal, a lot of it comes through Mkhitaryan. Heavy balls, heavy touches. Mm. Um, yeah. Even know. getting knocked off, you know, lightweight yeah, against Van light, Dijk, like arm across him. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, really, really perplexing because I like the guy and yeah. I hate giving people minus three points when yeah. they've not had a stinker. Yep. Um, but like I said, this week was just... And was part just... of the flaw in our 3-2-1s, but, you know, it creates debate, and that's the whole That's the whole. Oh, well, we'll it. see. If we ever actually do what we said we were going to do and tally up, I'm going to have to listen to all the podcasts to tally them up, because I don't know where yeah, half, the, I don't I, know where I half the notes are. I haven't recorded it in the way I should have. But anyway, um, anyway. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see where someone like him is going to pop out. Yeah. Um, really, really quick, Toby, because let's just let's just rattle through this. Because mm. we've had an amazing run of your child being well behaved, and we just a very very quick prediction, Toby. Obviously, we've got Lisbon, 
next week. I expect that that will be done for us. Lisbon did not look great when we played them, but our next game in the Premier League is against Inform Wolves, who gave Tottenham a decent game last night. They did. They did. Um, Look, for me, I would expect... Home or away? I, I assume it must be away because we've had a lot of home no, games. No, no, we've got a big run of home games now. So we're okay. home at Wolves, then we're away at Bournemouth. They're, they're the next two games. Yeah. But home at Wolves, I'm... There's always a possibility that you will get a, a come down from a game like this because so many players played to their top level. I think Mustafi played to his top level. You know, I thought Bellerin was very good. Yeah, Terrera Bellerin played good. to his we top. We didn't even talk about Bellerin. That's just because yeah. other people played really, really well. Yeah, Bellerin, no, Bellerin was very was good. solid. And, Bellerin and could he have played... easily been in positive points had other oh, people not. For me too. Amazing. For me too. I thought you know we. He's a player. You know he he's come back as a player. You know to what you know getting towards we thought. But um, but yeah, we're running, we're running out of time. There's so always a possibility him... that there can be a come down from yep. from this. I think it's very lucky that we have a home game straight away. We've got a week to kind of, we've got a week to deal with the 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 vertical thrust of being considered a top four contender. Yeah. A week to deal with the press just just rubbing us off all week because that's what's going to happen, you know. And what I hope is is that we go out and we at least just just put on a good enough performance that we can get the points. I think we're probably going to win uh, 2-0. I'm going to say 2-0 against Wolves. Mm, I'm going to go with something big like a 3-2 or something like that. Okay. Um, Thank you so much, listeners, for joining. Toby and I, we're in smashing moods. We hope you're in great moods as well. Uh, from us here at the Ars Brothers, long may Arsenal reign, long may Lieutenant Dan have new legs, long may Mustafi be the king of the centre-backs. Good night, have a great day, see you next time. See ya.